0: We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Thanks so much for joining us for a very special episode of EM. We have guest Kaylee Newby today. She's an Enneagram two-ing one, and she is taking us through so many great relationship and workplace hacks and deep dives. Guys, we are going all the way as we talk about how workplace dynamics affect our relationships and what we can do about this. This has been an episode a long time in the making, and we thought we would place it right here as we think about body health all month. This is huge. People are not getting the balance they need. As they look at their lives across the month, because and the whole year, because they are at this. Uh, workplace often that is very stressful. So we're going to give you some tools for how to deal with your stress, and it'll help your body and your cortisol levels to be more regulated. But more importantly, for your marriage, it will also help you guys to really understand how to hold one another a bit better through all the workplace stress, because work is such a big part of our lives. And I'm so happy Kaylee is bringing this to us. This is such a gift that I feel like was a bit of a hole for us here. So I'm like, ooh, this was a bit of a shadow space. Um, so thank you, Kaylee, for for helping an EM blind spot to be revealed and then helping us right in it for marriage. Now, also, I think that it's a really good time to let you know before we bring Kaylee on that if you want to be part of bringing the ENM glow out to others, we just opened up a really fun aspect of our launch team for the book. You haven't heard me talk about it too much in a while because we needed to really make sure that we were ready for the fall together. As we start to wherever and whenever you're listening, we're in the fall of 2023 and we are ready for us to gear up to share our book and we just got our Copies of our actual book. It was so exciting to be able to open the pages and to see what's ahead. And also, of course, for me, what's behind in the writing. But now we get to walk this journey together, which is the best, right? Presence. So if you want to be part of our launch team, I have so many special bonuses and this early e readers copy. So I have a way for you to share that on the one to one level or very small group dynamic or larger group dynamic. So please let us know in the show notes if you want to be part of that too. And if you're just like, I just want something fun right now, we have just an extra boost for you that we also have a Goodreads giveaway. We are giving 15 of my books away on Goodreads. And that's a published thing by Goodreads. They're doing that. I'm so grateful to them. And they want you to go to the link in the show notes as well. And I love that. I love that there's just a giveaway. All you have to do is give them your email and your Goodreads account. And hopefully you will end up liking the book, reviewing it there too. But they just really love to do these giveaways. So I'm like, yes, we want in. Of course we want to a fun giveaway. So make sure you either check out the show notes for of course, a Kaylee stuff, which we'll be talking about all hour, but also your book launch. Bonuses if you want those or early readers guides, as well as this experience to potentially just win a book. You don't have to do anything except open that account and uh, share your email. Uh, so we'll we'll share all that with you. And let's talk with Kaylee as you get going on your fall. Understand I'm right there with you. We just sent our daughter today to college and I've been texting with her. Are you eating? Did you arrive safely? All these questions. And she's like, mom, this is a long day. She actually slept in my bed last night and uh, Wes is still figuring out his sleep apnea. <laughs> so he didn't mind at all. So we're thinking of him every moment, every day. Also thinking of Hannah uh, launching out and knowing that we're all in these moments with our kids. Some of you have done this before me. You're like, girl, we've been launching our kids for so many years, um, but now I'm with you. <laughs> so I'm feeling these pangs, but also such joys and enthusiasm about it too. So I know we get all the feels here at EM. Let's talk with Kaylee about how we can bring in workplace balance and also relationship care. There's no better person to do that with us than a type two. Okay. Let's talk to Kaylee. Thank you so much for joining us, Kaylee. It's such an honor to have you. Thank you so much, Krista. It's a joy to be here. Oh, well, I am so grateful that we get to talk today about the Enneagram and relationships and the workplace. We've never done an episode on this. This is your expertise, right?
1: It is. Yes.
0: Yep. That's so awesome. We need that. We know the workplace affects marriage and relationships so much. We bring it home and tell us about yourself so that we can hear about your journey and a little bit about who you are and what brought you to this part of the Enneagram.
1: Yeah, i love that. So, um, I'm Kaylee Newby. I am an Enneagram business consultant and coach. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my work right now focuses on corporations Uh, Small businesses and small business owners, and the nonprofit world. So, um, I have been in kind of multiple spaces uh, using the Enneagram, and it's been a delight. Mm. Um, I have a background in human services counseling. I have my master's degree in that. Um, Did a number of years of work out of the country, actually, and came back, fell in love with the Enneagram around 2017 and have been studying it ever since. Mm -hmm. Um, I am married, have been married for nearly four years. Um, We got married right before the pandemic hit (laughs) Um, in February of 2020. Wow, that's right before. Right before we came home from our honeymoon to Georgia being shut down. I live in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So we came home, no groceries, no toilet paper.
0: Oh my um, goodness. From your honeymoon?
1: From our honeymoon. Oh mm-hmm. Yep.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. What a test. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm yep. twirling. Well, sure. okay. sure. I know. I know. Come on. Yep. <laughs>
1: Um, so, uh, my husband is actually in behavioral health as well. He's a registered behavior technician working at North Georgia Autism Center. Um, and is actually starting his master's degree today, uh, to become a board certified behavior analyst. So really excited about, um, his continued education and journey. And then together we have one little pup. So his name oh is Brecker God. and he is a miniature pincher and the light of, Every day.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, how cute. You guys are pup parents. Yeah. How old is Rucker? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: he will be three in March of 2024. Oh so. my gosh, how cute. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, I mm-hmm. love that. And then okay, I will go back to your hobby. I know I got fixated on your dog there. Yeah. What type is your <laughs> hobby? <laughs>
1: um, oh yeah, I guess my Enneagram type too. I am a two-wing one. Okay, you just kind yeah. of Yeah. Yeah, I lead with a sexual subtype. My husband is a nine wing eight who
0: leads with a self preservation subtype. So you're the two, I knew you were the two wing one, but you're the sexual subtype. I didn't know that. Okay. And then he's the nine and is he also wing one? Did you say with the uh, self? Oh, he's nine wing eight. 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 Mm -hmm. Fascinating. So Mm -hmm. how does that show up with your guys's marriage. Oh, there's so much fun we could have here with the instincts, but I'm going to let yeah. you tell
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I think um it's really been a beautiful way that that has kind of shown up. So he is very um comfort seeking um and drives making sure that our home is a comfortable mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy like a beautiful space and a minimal space to kind of keep my stress level lower. Mm-hmm. Um and then he kind of reminds me that okay now we have this beautiful space let's relax in it whereas i would kind of tend to be a little bit more like go 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 even in home um so that's been really helpful and then i really love traveling i traveled a lot uh while we were dating alone that's actually when i was living out of the country we were dating then um and so i kind of push him to leave the comforts sometimes um and experience some new things so Wow,
0: I love that. That's such a great glow up. And I know it's hard work to come out of your patterns. Um, and you have a whole yeah. lifetime to learn this together. But are you seeing yeah. a little bit rubbing off on each other? absolutely
1: yes (laughs) for sure (laughs) for sure Um, he's definitely become more social we've gotten some really good couple friends that we love a lot um, and he's always like oh when do we get to hang out with so and so again and I'm like oh "Oh, wait I thought we were just staying home yeah (laughs) Uh, and so yeah so it's been really cool
0: to kind of see that shift That's huge. I can tell that Mm -hmm. as a self-prest type, we don't say that that much. I mean, that's huge to say, when are we hanging with them? And it's brave (laughs) because they have to expend Mm -hmm. for energy. Like, will I have time to do all my work and take care of all my people and everything? And and then to people out like, wow, I love it. You're making it safe for him. Sounds like you're listening Mm -hmm. to what makes him feel safe, but that you're also like showing him the joy of community and how much fun it is when we do get out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's been lovely. Oh, good. With the right people. have to caveat that. (laughs) With the right people. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And in order for us to be these right people, we need to be more regulated Mm -hmm. during and after work. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you do with corporations and companies first, and then we can dig into each type if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that. Okay. Yeah. So um, the way that I work with
1: corporations, The way that I really enjoy to do it as well is kind of starting with some kind of workshop, whether that's really short, that's just an overview of the Enneagram, or that kind of digs into our lines of growth and stress and all of those things and how that shows up specifically in the workplace Mm -hmm. um, and kind of then move into almost like a consulting role with them of now that we know this information, how do we implement it to enact some change, um, whether that's top-down leadership or bottom-up employees, just kind of working around um, and with the patterns that people have rather than trying to force them into some box that they don't fit in. Um, and so I think, actually found my passion for this work through working with couples. So I have a number of individual clients and a number of couples that I've worked with in a one-on-one coaching capacity. Mm -hmm. And to watch two people Mm -hmm. learn this language of the Enneagram together Mm -hmm. and want to work on it together is what kind of like lit my mind on fire to go, oh, what if two 20 people. What if 100 people Mm -hmm. learned this language? And my experience in every work environment I've ever been in where I was working for someone Mm
0: -hmm. has
1: been um, hectic, to say the least, and sometimes incredibly unhealthy, unhealthy, leaning on toxic at times. And I have left almost every work environment going, I wish that I could create something to go into places and change this um, and work on this structure. I did that in my previous role with some like nonprofits, giving feedback on how to keep employees and things like that. And then once I started sitting with couples is when I was like, oh, I can do that. And I can do that using the Enneagram.
0: Mm, That is so cool and really confirming of what we recently had this episode with Trudy at the end of summer where they confirmed Mm -hmm. that uh, workplaces get overrun by types three and types, type eight. And so they really said like the twos, the nines, others, uh, you and your hubby's pairing, but others, (laughs) everybody else, everybody else can Mm -hmm. get snuffed out unintentionally um, because people are moving very fast. And so you're creating, and so are they, I noticed they were in Mm -hmm. the 500 fastest growing companies in the, I believe world. They were just noted for that. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's because they're starting to incorporate what we're learning together from you, which is not just, uh, you know, workplace, but also couples and workplace. Um, So thank you because your work is so critical.
1: Yeah, no problem. I'm, it's been a beautiful thing to kind of come out of um, immense burnout that I was experiencing Mm -hmm. personally and recognizing how we're kind of healing some of those spots Mm -hmm. in our marital relationship Mm -hmm. where I didn't even realize what the culprit was Mm -hmm. creating stress. Um, So I, I know that it's affecting workplaces for sure, but the trickle down effect from that is personal life. And so my tagline has actually been utilizing the Enneagram to enhance personal and professional lives Mm -hmm. because there's
0: a connection innately um, in how we show up with people. Yes. And we talk a lot about that with instincts. So I'm glad that you know your instincts too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And here we're talking about the types themselves because they get caught in their certain patterns. And you're reminding us today What can each of us do when we are locked in like that? Because you're saying, I have hope and we're healing. And I love how you use the present tense because I think healing is an ongoing journey. Uh, So I think couples can be encouraged or individuals listening or watching, like you are here with us on the journey, right? Yep, absolutely. (laughs)
1: Still in the thick of it. And I think we'll be lifelong, right? Because there's always going to be new kind of ruptures Mm -hmm. that we're then healing from
0: again. Yep. And I think that doing that intentionally is really cool uh, because then you're, you're shoring yourselves up and you're, you're moving ahead, but you're also staying present and looking in the past as needed. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about the types and what each of us can do, if that's all right with you, let's start with type one.
1: Absolutely. So one little thing, I was listening to your episode this morning with um Michael Shahan. Am I oh, saying his last name yes, correctly?
0: You are, yeah. On
1: soul child and inner child work.
0: Yes. And
1: you made a comment about you kind of going to your type five and potentially kind of getting stuck there. And or your daughter with the four leaning into the one. And It reminded me of what I was going to talk about as well. And it kind of feels like we can swing into an extreme either stress direction or an extreme like soul child unhealth, Mm -hmm. um, for lack of a better term, space when feeling immense stress in one particular like section of life. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And we may see some of that coming out uh, Mm -hmm.
0: in, in the types Okay. Thank you. And that does give our mm-hmm. listeners some gauge to hear that you might not be talking about just a one as a one, but also what happens when they're, you know, and we could use Myers Briggs terms here too, like their inner three-year-old, uh-huh. their inner 10-year-old, their inner child, their soul child, any yep. of these terms you're saying we can look differently even from our types, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Reminders. Okay. We are ready to go. (laughs) We are putting grace all over this because we're going to be called out guys, but we need this. This is good for us. (laughs) Okay. What can our type one, and then you're going to give us something you said a tool for each of us. And then also, uh, even for the spouse. Mm -hmm, Yeah.
1: So I'm going to use a lot of partner language, but even if you're not partnered with one of these types, friendships, family relationships, it all kind of works together. So, um, I'll give kind of a, A warning signal for the types and then some support um, suggestions for the partners of these types or just anyone who loves these types. (laughs) So yeah, of course. So our type ones um, can start feeling overly critical or if they are being overly criticized, at work, and it really turns on their inner critic, and they're not able to leave that at work and they take it home, they either can start to become critical of themselves, critical of the space that they're in wanting to clean or purge or completely reorganize, um, or then expecting perfection and criticizing their partner or family members to kind of fall in line with a version of life that they can't get at work. Um, And so that expecting perfection and really paying attention to when that is heightened and could it be connected to a really stressful day at work? Could it be connected to a performance review that you had with a boss? Could it be connected with something that lives outside of your home that you're now bringing into that space because you feel safe to honestly, and that kind of pushes away the people that love you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And our ones often don't get respected. Like we said, if they're not in that eight or three space in the workplace and they're just doing everything Mm -hmm. for everyone, I'm sure that can feel very hard for them internally. And then like you said, they're going to show up differently to their families. Like, okay, maybe I'm going to demand respect here or find my Mm -hmm. control through cleaning all these different variants. I love how you're letting us hear about that.
1: Yeah. And then if you love a type one or you're partnered with a type one, just setting clear expectations for how they can show up because at work we're often not given clear expectations Mm -hmm. and really everyone can benefit that from that, but especially our type ones. Mm -hmm. Um, So knowing, you know, when you come home, you can just relax. You're not expected to come home and immediately do anything mm. you can come and just sit so also reminding them that it is safe here to relax it is safe here to take off uh, the mask yeah. that we kind of have to wear at work sometimes yeah. um and then kind of from a relaxed stance helping them to embrace imperfection so yeah. Finding things that it's okay that they're imperfect, and let's actually celebrate that they are, because Mm. if they were perfect, we would be missing something.
0: Yeah, like we want you to be real. You're not Ken, you're not Barbie. You know, we want right. you to be real <laughs> and that's more fun yeah. because we know we're real. And so we're all mm-hmm. at this level playing field. But I love that invitation for our ones. And I agree with you. They are compliant culturally. So what does the culture yeah. need from me right now? Mm-hmm. And if we start projecting needs onto them and I learned that for anyone who think that it's best to just get the stop the planning out on the way home right away to kind of get things out of the way. Mm-hmm. Just understand they're already at their height of stress when they come home. So they need yep. some time to decompress and not do that. Um, so yeah. that's huge. Okay. Tell us and about, I, yes, something
1: else too. Yeah, Well, just one thing I think for a lot of the types, but kind of hearing that decompress, mm-hmm. something that uh, we saw in the mental health field after COVID was people working from home. And so they did not have have the time to decompress. Mm-hmm. So for so many of my one-on-one coaching clients who were experiencing stress at work, but their work was at home, mm-hmm. um, we either tried to find a solution for them to work outside of the home, even if it was for the last hour of the day. So then they had to drive back and kind of come down, mm-hmm. or to have a routine in the home that signaled the end of the workday. So kind of throwing mm-hmm. that at the end of type one, but really for all the types, if you work from home, find Mm -hmm. a way to decompress from that, because
0: that'll really help alleviate some of the immediate stress Mm -hmm. that you could be feeling. Mm, That's good. And that's probably where Some of my husband's favorite rituals come in. Like he likes to knock at the door, even Mm -hmm. though he has a key and have us greet him with fanfare. And I'm just like laughing. (laughs) like, What do you need this for? But it's because for him, he needs to like come up from his stress. Um, but also yeah. we can't always do that. We do the best we can. But my uh EA right. here, Coach Jen, she likes to hop in the pool and have that. And I know mm-hmm. some type fives who like to contact switch by going on walks. So um, so you're just giving yeah. us ideas and we all, I think everyone's listening to all these. Um, what about for type twos? Yeah. So for our type twos
1: um, and yes, this was very true for me (laughs) um, and for some other type twos that I have worked with. So this is one of those where I really see the swing between like four and um, just sad and down to almost is either being overly demanding of trying to get their needs met. So like instead of repressing needs being like, okay, well, now that I'm home, you need to do this because this is not happening outside of the home or fully withdrawing. And not allowing anyone to help and getting lost kind of in that martyrdom mindset um, or fully like service oriented and bringing that into the home Um, and then resentment kind of starting to build up. And so it can be a swing, but that would always I could always tell how I entered the room and um, if I expected my husband to read my mind when I walked in the space and then if he didn't. How did I feel, but I shouldn't expect that of him, you know, so it's just recognizing what am I, what am I expecting right now? Um, or am I repressing all of those expectations and just wearing the same stress and pressure that I was at work in my
0: home where I should be safe and relaxed. Mm, That's a good should it's your safe mm-hmm. place. And so instead of yes. bringing it in or coming in sideways with a manipulation, you're like, come in with direct mm-hmm. request, remember your yeah. self care. And remember mm-hmm. that there might be this huge tendency with the people pleasing to come home and be the exact opposite or to still wear that mask. I love those tips. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I think one thing that
1: was super helpful for for me too, in that was sending a text before I even got home of what I needed. Mm -hmm. So that if on my drive home, instead of decompressing, I worked myself back up, my husband already knew what I needed. And so he could just meet that need when I got there, whether that was, Hey, let me walk directly from the door into bed. (laughs) Or if that was, Hey, can you get the cream cheese out of the fridge to help it start thawing? Like, you know, just simple things that alleviated some of the stress on myself, but I didn't have to go in and then request things. Mm -hmm. I had done that already and then used the time on the drive to decompress.
0: Wow. That's nice. And then your anxiety yeah. went down and his did too. Cause he's like, I'm not going to get something unexpected as a nine when she comes home. And of course I hear yeah. within that, they're reasonable requests, small things. Um, And if right. he was like, Oh, mm-hmm. I happen to not be home. Then you could then prepare yourself for that. Okay. You can't pull the cream cheese out. So I like yeah. how you're giving him a clue into what you actually need versus just, Oh, that's a great tangible. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then for him and for any others that love a type two or a partner with a type two, reminding them that it's okay to prioritize their needs and to have them as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And that you're a safe person to prioritize them with. So Mm -hmm. he was actually the one that initiated, hey, I need you to tell me and I'm requesting that. And it almost felt like I was not... um, being forced into it. But I was like, oh, I'm doing something for him by doing this. And it kind of alleviated the feeling that I often get in stress as a two Mm. of I can't ask for anything because I don't want to burden anyone else. But I was actually helping him and helping myself, but kind of framing it in that sense of you're actually helping the people around you by
0: verbalizing your needs. Mm, That's huge. I'm writing that down because that's so big. I feel like your yep. nine was on to something there to say, like, I want to know. And so yeah. that's a good one for the spouse. Mm-hmm. And then
1: I think one other big one is validating their worth and their value to you outside of what they do for you. So we often get in these routines of saying, Oh, thank you so much for making dinner. Thank you so much for walking the dog. But instead, especially in times of immense stress, mm-hmm. they're already lacking appreciation for what they're doing. And they need to be reminded that even if they're not doing anything, they still have value. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of meeting them with reasons why who they are is loved by you, mm-hmm. um, is That's a big cool. one for That's support for twos.
0: Huge. It's not about the pride of they need to do more. It's, I just love mm-hmm. you. And this is because you're yeah. my person. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm sure that lends us perfectly into three.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our type threes probably have a hard time, at least the ones that I've engaged with in this work, bringing work home or home being work. So not having a good life work-life balance, whether that is with their full-time job, or all of these side projects and other responsibilities, um, taking, oh, what if we got into real estate on the side? Oh, what if we did this over here? And just taking on more. And then that leaves little time for a relationship. Ooh. And it makes it harder to do anything really well. Mm, um,
0: wow. Focus that is a being split.
1: Mm, Yes. Yeah, for sure. Wow. And so finding a way to separate Those two things, home and work, even if you do have side things that you're excited about and want to work on, do it somewhere other than home. So when you're in that space, you can really fully be present.
0: Mm, That's good. And I think that I'm underlyingly hearing that the spouse may have complaints sometimes like you're not attending to us and you are working Mm -hmm. so hard, but we're still being missed. Um, So what can that spouse do? Cause that's such a good point you make.
1: Yeah. I think um, first recognizing the achievements that have been made and kind of reminding, hey, we have accomplished a lot or you have accomplished a lot and your worth doesn't lie in the achievement and success. um, Mm -hmm. That there's so much more to them than that. Mm -hmm. And then another thing that I really want for threes is to be encouraged to find things that bring them joy um, and that they love and desire, even if there's no stamp of achievement on it. You know, even if it's a hobby that they can't succeed in, they can just complete or experience momentary joy that doesn't turn into a success or achievement. And so mm-hmm. a partner or a spouse really coming alongside them to find those avenues yeah. um, and to find the joy in that with them, rather mm-hmm. than the three, then trying to find a way to make it marketable or successful, Um in some way.
0: Yes. Oh, that's good. And I think we all have that inner three. And Mm -hmm. when we hear that voice of, oh, it's becoming a post or social media moment or something I can tell my best friend or my spouse to be able to just ingest it instead and say, I'm just going to experience this. I'm just going to be in this. That's a good reminder for Mm -hmm. uh, the culture. I'm in the American culture of how fast we move. Yeah, That's, that's good. Absolutely so how mm-hmm. our spouses can help with that um do you think that there's something that the 3 would listen to because i know the 3 is assertive
1: mhm yeah i think coming at it from a context that a lot of marriage and family therapists use in this brings me joy like letting your 3 partner know that what you're asking them to do is actually with and for you as a couple, as a unit, Mm -hmm. versus trying to have them do another thing that may or may not fulfill them in some way externally, but that it's an internal working for the two of you. And so letting them know what it does for you for them to engage um, in joyful, spontaneous, fun Mm -hmm. uh, things together that lie kind of outside of what we think of as
0: success or achievement. Mm, so don't just do them with them. Bring them their attention yeah. they need is the heart type to hear. This mattered. I yep. liked this. This was good. That's mm-hmm. a good affirmation. Threes need affirmations. Yeah, yeah.
1: Really pulling on the,
0: on the heartstrings to let those stay activated. Okay, yep. thank you. People like me need yeah. to hear this. This is good. <laughs> okay, yeah. so tell us about our fours.
1: Yes. Ugh, our sweet type fours. Yeah. I have a very soft spot for all the fours in my life. I love them deeply. I love all the types in my life, yeah. but the fours really pull on my two um, in a really beautiful way. So, um, That's true. Yeah. So, our fours um, may have a difficult time differentiating work relationships to mm-hmm. personal relationships. So they may bring in stressors or pain points and kind of put them onto their partner or family or friends and go, if I'm experiencing this here, then I'm likely either currently experiencing it and not aware of it, or I might be experiencing it in the future, so I'm going to brace for it. Um, So if they see, I found this um, a lot with therapists who are also fours and kind of hearing things in sessions and going oh i wonder if i'm experiencing that because if we're always kind of looking for this missing piece maybe we're finding it in the relationships that we have um outside of our partnered relationship and so bringing it in and kind of going oh, okay so this must fit here mm-hmm. um So recognizing when that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other kind of avenue, and these to me seem to be unrelated. Mm -hmm. Um, So another component of that could be requiring or requesting unrealistic support Mm -hmm. um, or unrealistic, um, how do I say that? Like, An unrealistic emotional response to what they need to talk through. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they want to be met with their intensity, but for their partner, that may not be the default. And on a typical day, that may be fine. They may have great communication style in their marriage, Mm -hmm. but on a very stressful day, if that's not met then that is going to lead to disappointment um, and kind of potential withdraw into being a little bit more introspective and not sharing as freely.
0: So much sense. And we know when that happens and, you know, with your fours or when you go to that four space, anyone listening, or you yourself, Kaylee? It's like we get locked Mm -hmm. up there. And like you're saying, there's a sense of wondering, does my partner really care? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And wow. again, recognizing um, in our self-awareness, you know, that we're finding through podcasts like this or other work um, with the Enneagram and personal work too, being self-aware enough, maybe not to stop it in the moment, because that's yeah. quite hard, but to recognize, okay, this happened. What else has happened today? Could this be related to a stressor that I'm experiencing outside of this relationship? Um, And just kind of noticing when that's happening to be Mm -hmm. able to stop it uh, and prevent it in the future.
0: Yeah. So being able to say, I'm sort of spinning from this other Mm -hmm. thing and really everything here is fine. It's not all connected in that perceiver space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Just finding a way to soothe the activation um, by maybe labeling it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that because they're heart types too. And they don't want to hear like, just cause one of my relationships has gone down that everything's bad or I'm bad. So we're reminding right. them to understand like, this is just a moment. It's okay. And, um, and mm-hmm. in the workplace, I know they can get taken advantage of cause we hear that fours don't want to make as much money. Um, some of them do of course. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like really nice for us to hear you say, this is how you can treat them with love. Yeah. So
1: I think first is validating that emotional experience that they're having, mm-hmm. um, and letting them know they're not alone in it, mm-hmm. that you're with them. Even if you're not, you know, meeting that intensity level, you're mm-hmm. present, you're that is good. here, mm-hmm. um, And then also allowing them to just be a little bit more introspective and reserved when it's needed um, and remind them that they don't have to hide anything from you. All of them is welcome. All of their emotions, all of their responses are welcome. Um, Mm -hmm. And then pointing out things in either your relationship or life circumstances that are good and deep and whole so that they recognize, oh, there are pockets where All of me is understood and all of me is seen. And to your point of, you know, maybe not wanting to hit these milestones in career, what's a creative way to integrate something else that makes work feel more purposeful or fulfilling if it's not feeling that way right now?
0: because that's so important for our forest, They have to feel like their work is meaningful mm-hmm. and they do like making money, but they don't want it to be to the exclusion of meaningful. So I love that right. you added that. And, and their partnership, the partner can encourage them to find that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm, that's cool. I love that in the presence. Okay, what about our type mm-hmm. fives? Yeah, our type fives, um,
1: I think the biggest signal for them is to recognize when they have like fully retreated into Mm -hmm. their inner world. I often envy the fives way Mm -hmm. of being able to just kind of disconnect from reality, but Mm -hmm. not um, in a way that, you know, also disconnects them from themselves. They're actually experiencing More of themselves, but can lose what's happening outside. Meaning that if we fully disconnected at work and we don't quote unquote come back online yeah. um, by the time we get home, we're also still disconnected from our partner, we're mm-hmm. also still disconnected from our family. Um, and so, that's huge trying to make sure that when we have to disconnect to survive at work, because that mm. may happen sometimes there mm. is intentional coming back online mm. um, like before that. entering in relationship again. Mm. And then one other way that um, cause fives are really great with boundaries mm-hmm. um, and they could have too firm of boundaries at times. Mm-hmm. And so trying to find a way to have firm, bl- but flexible boundaries. Mm -hmm. So I often think of, um, a material sort of like silicone that it is a firm substance, Mm -hmm. but it can bend a little, um, and you have to be the one to bend it, you know, for Mm -hmm. it to be manipulated. So Mm -hmm. allow your boundaries to be flexible in a way that feels comfortable and safe for you, Mm -hmm. but that isn't, you know, a concrete barrier.
0: Mm. I want you to say that to my husband when I'm in my (laughs) five. I'll just play that little clip if he misses this episode. Yeah, <laughs> he perfect. should not miss this episode because he needs this so much as a one, two. Um, but fives, mm-hmm. listen, this is gold. And what are an idea or two for that five who is saying, um, I want to do this coming back online for my people? Like, mm-hmm. what could I do? Have you ever thought that one through? Yeah, I
1: think leaning into a seven space a little bit and maybe putting on um, some exciting music or, you know, dance music in the car and kind of letting your body take over for you a little bit, um, obviously in a safe way while you're driving, but um, to just kind of Use something external to activate what's inside because listening to a podcast or consuming information can keep you in that space. So doing something that kind of activates a different part Mm -hmm. of yourself, whether that's your body, um, Mm -hmm you know utilizing music or if that's doing some stretches before you leave the office and just kind of recognizing where am i holding things because it brings you back outside of that inner world um inside the mind so anything that's to do that. with body breath work stretching um but also leaning into a little bit of spontaneity and joy um throwing on some music even if that was in the office you know before work or before getting in the car to go home yeah. um yeah.
0: That's, I was like, but doesn't she know that fives love the quiet? And you knew you were like, that's exactly uh-huh. what I'm trying yeah. to like give them a little quiet, but then come back to people. Um, so yeah. you guys figure yeah. out nuance when you need the quiet, but don't just stay there. Cause that's, we all, you know, mm-hmm. whoever has a self pres or a fivishness might love to just be quiet, but like we know relationships make us more expansive and healthy and there's synergy. So thank you. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. All right. What about the spouses of a five?
1: Yeah, so kind of speaking partners. to that. Yeah, speaking to that space that fives need, mm-hmm. allowing it and respecting it. Mm-hmm. Um especially I even wrote in my notes, especially right after coming home from work, because they may still be in that space. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also gently going in and connecting them with activities and people that Mm -hmm. kind of activate their emotions or like I said, activate their body. So going into the other centers um, of intelligence for Enneagram speak of the body and the heart and really activating those in a meaningful way and in a way that you know they enjoy connecting with uh versus something that could potentially be draining oh, um, oh, huge and then yeah and then just asking them what their boundaries are and mm-hmm. what they're needing if they know they're going into a stressful season or a stressful day oh, um, so- what are you needing from me
0: yeah. yeah. I love that fair question to say, like, I see your hard work. What can I do for you? Often fives feel like mm-hmm. people don't ask them that. They just want more, more, more. So to hear that is yeah. huge. Um, but be ready mm-hmm. for they might be like, I need a bit more boundaries, but then fives be ready yeah. for also not just being completely walled up. Um, so, but I think that everyone mm-hmm. here is trying to do their work. So this is so good. Thank you, Kaylee. All right, what about our sixes? Yeah, of yeah, our sixes. Um, I know
1: this is potentially an overused term to all of you and extreme anxiety is the thing that we're going to be looking for. Um, but I would also say kind of leaning into not just overthinking, but ruminating thoughts Mm -hmm. um, that really don't leave. And even when you utilize the coping mechanisms that you're used to, if it doesn't stop recognizing that as um, a warning signal of, okay, we've gone from uh, our normal level of functioning to rumination and kind of dealing with some heavier um, levels of anxiety or stress or fear. Mm-hmm. uh and so therefore that lessens the time that we live in the present because if we're constantly ruminating we're either stuck in the past or we're bracing for something in the future and so we've lost the here and now mm-hmm. um and therefore we've lost the people who are in the here and now mm-hmm. and then i think the other component to that is over committing to work things mm-hmm. um To not disappoint people in that arena of life. But then, what's happened to the people in our personal lives? They're losing us. They're missing us in those moments where you're having to fulfill commitments.
0: Mm. And I mean, sixes want their people at home more than anything. So that's just sad. So when they're in that state of, feeling like so anxious and they're, you know, noticing and doing all this with you. Um, how do you recommend they pull out of that anxiety? Do you think just really hearing themselves say, okay, it, I'm starting to chain. I'm kind of being becoming an observer to this. Anything else mm-hmm. or including that? I think in the same way that partners
1: can support the six, the six can support themselves by bringing someone into the thoughts with them. Because to have a sounding board outside of yourself who can hear the whole string. Of thoughts that you're having and speak into them and add reassurances where they're needed and also encourage them that, hey, you can trust yourself here. You're actually on the right track. So we're actually moving into a place where a decision can be made Mm -hmm. and you did that all on your own. And so a partner coming in and encouraging that, but also really sitting with them in it for as long as it takes so that they can start to believe that they do have some autonomy in it, that they can Can trust what's kind of going on for them.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that you're helping them to feel like they're becoming more independent, but yet their partner isn't left out of that because they Mm want to share. And for that partner, what if the six is sharing it all day, all night? What can we do for that pairing? Because I know I hear that a lot in my coaching. I'm sure you do too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the second kind of part of that for the partner is to start finding areas in either the home, personal life and decisions, meeting with family, friends, whatever, where the, the sixth can experience certainty and predictability. Mm-hmm. So trying to make things at home and personally as certain and predictable as possible, even if it's just for a short time for the six to kind of move out of that space mm-hmm. of rumination, um, that can help that process happen faster and be more easeful, in a sense, Mm -hmm. for them to know, you know, simple things like this is what we're having for dinner tonight. And I don't have to think about that. This is where we're going on the weekend, or this is the movie we're renting. And to kind of take decisions out of the day to day, as much as possible without also overburdening yourself, that whether that's a collaborative meeting on like a Sunday to say, okay, let's plan out all of the meals for the week, so as we work and we go through the day to day, all of these decisions are already made for mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Because fix- sixes yeah. need their planning to a point, point. and so you're mm-hmm. saying that at least some of it, but also spouses or partners know that, like, if you plan and batch ahead, this will help your six to perseverate less, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And also I mm-hmm. love how you said, take the reins some, um, so that the mm-hmm. six doesn't have to feel the heaviest burdens, everything's on their shoulders. Um, and that's why yeah. they're in their planning is knowing they can trust you with some of the things that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. And they're a practical types. So they will like that. Okay. Let's talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Our type sevens, um, and you're a type seven as well. Correct. Krista. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought that that was true. I just wanted to make sure. So I would love your feedback too on this, Um, but uh, becoming avoidant of hard things. So whether that is intense stress, um, but if that stress at work, you know, then we're going to try and avoid stress at home in any capacity. So whether that is kind of pulling away from things that could be stressful Or whether that is cutting things off so that they cannot be stressful um, and kind of moving into a new space or a new activity or something to take time away from home because home might be stressful and we can't have that because we've already got stress over here and we're trying Mm -hmm. to manage that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Also struggle creating really good boundaries um, and taking on too much work or too much outside of work to create some variety. So it feels like a good thing, right? Because we're adding some things and we kind of get to dip our toes into everything. Mm -hmm. And then when all of those things need need to be completed or followed through on, we're stuck because now we have too many things happening and we're stuck into seeing them come to fruition versus being able to kind of be in one or two things and add variety in other areas of life um, that don't require so much of us. Hmm. Yeah,
0: that's really well said. I think you're really Hmm. showing some compassion that you know the why they're trying to decrease stress. But instead of finding self-soothing, sometimes we sevens will try to add more things on in order to reduce yep. it. And that doesn't actually help the stress that actually mm-hmm. creates more stress for us. So that's all. Yeah. Right good tip for sevens listening. Um, and for myself, cause of course, even if you've been doing your work for a while, you can still fall into that. Um, and I know I don't talk about that part a lot, but I do that still sometimes. So I think that's a yeah. good tip for all of us. Um, and we won't mm-hmm. say no to ourselves because we feel sometimes right. like we have to carry it all. So if we mm-hmm. say yes to too many others, then something's going to drop somewhere and it's going to make a seven look flaky. Um, so I like yeah. your idea of like, be careful on what you add. If you're already stressed with work right
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yep absolutely
1: yeah Hmm. so for our partners Yeah. yeah for our partners of sevens um appreciate their enthusiasm and kind of get excited with them about some things um and help them then kind of narrow that down to what are we really excited about? What do we know that we can pursue that feels good starting now and feels good when it has to be finished? Um, and kind of narrowing in those options a little bit. And then also, as hard as it can be sometimes, encourage them and support them in naming some of the underlying fears that may be driving this behavior Mm. um, and kind of connecting with the emotions that are coming up in stressful situations, rather than just chasing new experiences and adding new things, kind of naming some of those, whether we're, you know, moving through that in the moment or not, just naming, I am scared right now. I'm scared mm. of X, Y, and Z. And mm. that is why I'm pursuant of this. Mm. Um, to just bring the awareness back a little bit to that headspace to remind it like this is what's driving right now. And I need to be aware of that without just taking over um, and kind of adding more. Mm
0: you spoke my love language, girl. <laughs> Every seven out there knows that they need somebody to help them to be real instead of mm. just a spouse who can celebrate the highs, which I love. Um, but also to be able to say, I actually care about you other than just the joy we share. I care about your feelings. Mm. Like that is huge. And that is rare for sevens. So I want to encourage the spouse to to be strong too, uh, knowing your seven's not gonna want to stay there very long. So it's not even really possible for sevens to stay super long, um, unless mm-hmm. there's obviously a different condition going on or prolonged grief or a mental health concern. Sevens will otherwise right. bounce back themselves and take care of themselves. So I love you saying let them have that moment though and inquire of their feelings so that you guys can hold that together and then go move forward again. That's huge. Yeah. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Oh my gosh, huge. What about eights? <laughs> so our type eights um, may
1: sound similar to threes, but it's different. So instead of work-life balance being hard, um, I think often it becomes non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Work becomes life because if um, if I'm doing a poor job, if I'm not showing up well then who's going to, right? And like our sevens, they're doing it in a sense of trying to do something good. And then where are all of those boundaries going? Those boundaries are moving into personal relationship and partner relationship. Um, And on the flip side, they can also potentially become more demanding or assertive at home because they are not allowed to show up that way at work. Mm -hmm. So they're having to dampen themselves and then they come home and they take that dampener off. And it's just like, full blown eight energy that's been leashed all day. Mm. Um, And so it can be incredibly aggressive, not in in an angry sense, you know, but just a lot for someone to take in when they're not expecting that um, release.
0: That's really good that you really kind of named that in any, like we said, anybody can take from any of these types. Anybody in that big eight space can relate to Mm -hmm. that. If they don't get to exercise their leadership at work, this can implode on the people at home. And I love how you also named, there might not be any boundaries. And this could wreak all sorts of havoc on a family and marriage um, from the person who's Uh, you know, bringing work home and bringing it to every part of life or the person who's at work all the time, uh, so driven Mm -hmm. that they don't stay home. Um, What can spouses do to help them when they're in that space?
1: Yeah. So I think um, one of the biggest ways that I see kind of going in into a space with an eight is reminding them that you're a safe space to be vulnerable um, and that that is not weakness. That's not weakness to you. That's not weakness if that shows up outside of the space where they feel most safe. Um, But just kind of meeting them in that vulnerability and reminding them hey this is one of the safe relationships Mm -hmm. um let's kind of open that up here so that it's not just the big energy you know we're not forgetting about the vulnerability that lies underneath all of that Mm -hmm. and then um seeking to help them find ways where they can create good boundaries i think another um uh, this is another way where a spouse can explain how Um, how much it means to them for their eight to have good boundaries, what that does for them and their relationship as a whole. Uh, Because for the eight that may feel like relinquishing control when they need that control. And so instead it's, okay. I'm actually gaining more safety, security and control in my relationship with my partner um, then. And that's more important to me than having all of the control, at work or um, outside of the relationship space. Hmm.
0: So, helping them to reprioritize here, work is important, but it's not everything. Family is everything. Mm-hmm. And don't lose that. I like that. Yeah. And I like that they're a support because I know AIDS want to be supported. They have so much passion mm-hmm. and they want that so badly. Yeah. And I
1: think it's like sitting in those vulnerable spaces because they may be feeling the betrayal and rejection from Mm -hmm. work and that could be activating. Um, So to kind of help them remember there are spaces where they are not betrayed and that they are safe to be vulnerable.
0: Ooh, you just named it. Ate, listen to this. (laughs) Don't make it a transference onto your spouse if it's not really about them. Mm Cause they are yeah. your person and no, they're not perfect, but they do love you. They're in your corner. Nobody can be perfect though. And not everyone right. can rise up to the eight fullness energy, but we try. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. So how about our nine, somebody else with a lot of energy, a lot of potential energy. This is your hubby here.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, so for nines, um, becoming complacent and showing up as their true self, um, and kind of, I mean, going along to get along, but almost in a way that fully denies them showing up at all, because if they do, that could either, you know, rub against, um, the leadership that they're under or rub against the way that things flow. However, that's an invitation for everyone, especially our nines to show up authentically. So recognizing when we've really, um, muted ourselves in a sense in spaces, um, especially at work. And then because of that, that anger, well, that lives inside of our nines Mm. causing resent, resentment and the repressed anger, um, can then often explode onto the quote unquote wrong people. So what I mean by that is just the people who aren't deserving of it. Your anger is valid um, and should be directed in the spaces that are causing it instead of on the people who,
0: you know, are sometimes receiving it. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I love how you even named the deep well too of anger that the nine mm-hmm. can have that maybe their partner doesn't know or that they're not even fully connecting with. And so yeah. there's this whole justice piece that you're teaching them try to integrate in, but don't, don't escape just because mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. And I, I've worked with a lot of nines and, um, a lot of people bring up this idea of a volcano mm-hmm. for the nines anchor. And every single nine that I've brought this up to has said, no. Not one volcano, many volcanoes, really. And if different. one sets off, all of them will set off.
0: Oh my and I was like, gosh, I never wow. knew
1: that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I see it with my husband, I see the anger is tied to so many different things, oh and he's not even aware of it when it kind of unleashes itself. But instead of You know, I think for twos, I see, uh, you know, my repression of emotions, anger, whatever it is, they Mm. layer on top of each other. Mm. Um, And then when it comes out, I don't even know what's hitting what because it's all coming out together like a ball of yarn that has gotten tangled. If I pull one string, the whole thing is coming Whereas for the nines explaining this, like multiple volcanoes, one sets off the other sets off the, and they know what it is. They know that I'm angry about this and I'm angry about this and I'm angry about this Um, Mm -hmm. because they've intentionally repressed in all of those different um, buckets almost.
0: Oh, Oh my goodness. So, wow. I bet you this is just like nines. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) What are, what are we going to do about this? What can we do to help them as partners, spouses, or even as nines themselves?
1: Yeah. So encouraging them to express their thoughts and opinions and emotions, um, and to pursue things that feel good to them, the interests that they have, because, um, you know, they may enjoy a hobby that you do as well. And they may kind of merge on that area and go, well, let's just do this thing together. But really they would really like to be doing this thing over here. An example of that, my husband loves to play D and um, And he has an online mm. D D that's dungeons and dragons for anyone unfamiliar. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I cannot, I can't understand that. Yeah. Um, and so I had to really encourage, you know, you can do that. And sometimes he can get lost in that. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind him too, like, Hey, but come back to these things that do bring us together. Um, but to really encourage them to pursue those things, what are the things that bring them happiness um, and satisfaction and kind of create a sense of peace in whatever way that looks like, even that it, if that is something external? Um, we often think of internal peace for the nines, but there are some things we can do outside of ourselves to yeah. support that. Um That's a good I think point. allowing. Yeah, I think allowing them to express their anger or at least to name their anger so that it doesn't just live in um, a repressed state Mm. and then kind of encouraging them to have hard conversations with the people who have kind of uh, activated that anger point. Mm -hmm. So um, for my husband, there was, you know, a thing going on at work and that made him incredibly angry and activated because it was touching on all of his wounds, right? On all of the messaging that he received and, you know, had him lead with a type nine. Mm -hmm. And I was getting not the brunt of it in a bad way, but I noticed, Hey, this isn't mine to hold. Mm -hmm. Where's this coming from? Um, and so we talked about it and then it was me saying, Hey, start a conversation. I know you don't want to. I know that's not exciting or fun um, and it could end up horribly. And (laughs) I can't hold this for you. Only the person that kind of fueled that for you can hold responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he went next day, maybe not the next day, maybe a couple of days after processing, but he went and had a conversation with that person um, and who came home to me at the end of the day was a completely different human because he had been able to kind of express it to the person that it started with.
0: Oh my goodness. That is amazing. Yeah. And I love that yeah. challenge. I got scared as a thinking type when you said uh-huh. it. I was like, I'm yeah. scared for my mind. <laughs> No, yeah. guys don't listen to the fear type here. Listen to the professional builder and do this. This is gold. Thank you so much, Kaylee. This is truly treasured. And you know, my nine who used to be on my team, he's not anymore Craig because he now has a different job. That's a day job. Um, he used to work nights mm-hmm. for me as a, a therapist in our local work. And he's like, you're never getting rid of me though. I'm coming to our meetings. Um, our, our quarterly meetings because we're all best friends in a way. And I'm like, okay, but like, I'll forget relationships. So I was so proud of him this week mm-hmm. when he didn't know I was behind the scenes working with somebody's parenting schedule, but he was like, uh-huh. I think it's time for a meeting. <laughs> I <was> like, like <laughs> So happy. I'm like, I needed that a, cause I just already need that anyway for relationships, but B yeah. So happy to hear a nine's voice. So know that like when you challenge the people around you, even the aggressive, assertive types among us, we're happy. We love to see you rise yeah. up and challenge us. We want that. So, mm-hmm. um, and of course, you're going to get your mad ones, but I think a nine can handle that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I do. Oh my gosh. Well, you do this all over. People can absolutely hire you out when you're available. Mm -hmm. Um, you do this on an individual couples work level, where can they find you and what can they expect when they do? Yeah. Thanks so much. Um,
1: so you can find me on Instagram at Kaylee Newby and that's Mm -hmm. K-A-L-E-I-G-H-N-E-W-B-Y. There are a lot of different spellings for both of those things so (laughs) always helpful Um, as well as KayleeNewby.com. Right now I have a free short workshop just about why I use the Enneagram in the workplace Um, And why it's different than like Myers-Briggs, the disc, things that we see pop up in the workplace a lot, why I prefer Mm -hmm. the Enneagram. Um, I have free consultation if you're curious what that would look like for you to work with me, um, or for your workplace to bring me in to do a workshop or training. Um, And then I... I'm hoping to um, create a workshop as well. This kind of lies outside of um, the workplace work, (laughs) but I have a sister with um, special needs and I've recently come into a community of siblings who have adult siblings with special needs um, or other disabilities. Mm -hmm. And so utilizing the Enneagram to kind of help all the siblings reconnect to their true self and inner self Mm -hmm. outside of the family system that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hoping to launch that, uh, at the beginning of next year. So if you oh. are in that community, just kind of staying tuned on Instagram, um, all the information for that will be coming there.
0: Oh, I love that. You're at, oh my gosh, we need to add to this body and incorporate and speak to everybody. So thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. When you have time, you're adding that with your two gifting and, and your yeah. one wing. Thank you. Yeah, Of course. Oh, this is such a gift to us today. And honestly, like I said, not a, not a show we've done and how very huge it is. So thank you for getting my ear here and all of our ear. And we just um, are leaving everything in the show notes for you guys. So make sure you find Kaylee there. Thank you so much, Kaylee. Thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was such a delight to hear from Kaylee and I just love her expertise and such a vast amount of research knowledge going into these topics, both on a personal level as well as her going through the workplaces and doing this so beautifully. So thank you for just tuning in and also don't forget to check out the show notes with everything to connect with her. And also make sure if you want to be part of the book launch team or the Goodreads giveaway that you enjoy that with us too. We are here for it all with you this fall and we will talk to you soon keep sharing that light out there so proud of you for all the work you're doing little by little bye-bye thank you again for listening with us it was so wonderful to have you i love knowing we're doing this journey together not perfectly but with love grace and hopefully some fun too if you love today's episode make sure you leave us a five-star review at apple podcast or spotify so others can find it too Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show as well as enneagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.